I definitely think the Black Power is going to get you a better response. I'm going to... I thought we were live now. We're not. We're not live yet. I'm recording. So if you do like drop any N-bombs, don't worry. I, I'll get them. Um, but, great. Great. Yeah. I so, just wanted I just wanted white versus black power to be in there. This is but, see the for the for the folks who are are listening to this now. This is a little treat for you because the people who are watching it live didn't get this. They didn't you get, get this. this. This is a bonus. You get all of it for you only raw for only ninety nine dollars a month. You can join my Patreon and get exclusive racist content like this. It's beautiful. You bud. know, I was thinking about that because I don't have very many listeners. Do I just up the price of my monthly subscription fee to do like five hundred dollars a month? I get like two listeners. That's a thousand bucks a month coming in, yeah, helping me out, definitely. fueling my 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 semi-racist rants yeah if you can find them go for it i mean that's that's the deal absolutely you are now listening to the inner circle podcast network and that's just what it is get them titties out get them kitties out get them cooters out get them pooters out Shit happens when you party naked. Shit happens when you party naked. Get them titties out. Get them kitties out. Get them cooters out. Get them pooters out. Shit happens when you party. Naked. What's good, fuckers of mothers? Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. All of you. All of the above. You are listening to Shit Happens When You Party Naked. Maybe you're even watching it if you're watching the live stream. I am Jason Almy. I'm the host of this bitch. And welcome. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by none other than Liquid Death. Mountain Water. Murder your thirst. Drink Liquid Death. Listen to Shit Happens When You Party Naked. This sound right here that you're about to hear, that is one of the most satisfying sounds in life, the cracking open of a aluminum can filled with whatever beverage you've chosen. Uh, Liquid Death is canned instead of in a plastic bottle. You're never going to get that satisfying crack from a plastic bottle, you Evian drinking soy boys. So fuck off with the plastic. It's like 18% recyclable, 12% recyclable, this can this is like 98% recycled. On top of that, this thing looks fucking sick. And that stupid ass, it, look, if you're drinking Dasani, unsubscribe from this podcast right now, you poverty fuck. Go spend the money on a new pair of flip-flops because you need them, okay, for your trailer because it's a dirty floor in there. But if you're not a Dasani drinker, I mean, you, if you drink Dasani, you might as well just drink toilet water at that point. Just go fill a Nalgene up from the toilet and drink that. Who gives a shit if it's a little yellow? But look, if you're a high school graduate at the bare minimum who uh, appreciates the finer things in life, go get some Liquid Death, liquiddeath.com. Use code PARTYNAKED when you check out. You'll save 10%. You'll be helping out the show. That applies to the drinks. That applies to the merch. I myself like the black can. It's black like my soul and my favorite race of people. Also... The can is uh, much sicker than than the white can. I like the bubbles. I like it when it sparkles. So, y'all, please uh, go check out some Liquid Death because uh, that would be fucking phenomenal for me, for you. Uh, go murder your thirst. Go support shit happens when you party naked. I love all you people. Tonight on the show, I got a very special guest. 
This is the man who hosts the Unfit Statesman podcast. He's a big deal. He's from Jersey. All right. That's how you know he's a big deal. His name is Zach Brown. Welcome to the show, buddy. How you doing, man? Thank you. Absolutely. I'm doing fucking great. By the way, I have my plastic bottle of Poland Spring here. And let me tell you, let me just give you, let me just give you a reason why. Mm. I'm glad that you brought up that plastic is why you're not a trash very person? recyclable. Yeah. I, my goal is to ruin the environment. We don't need an environment. Yeah. No, everybody's I've, like, let's save the earth. Yeah. Why do we need it? Uh, two months ago, two months ago, I would have agreed with you because everybody was all about like saving the earth. And I was like, fuck the earth. The earth has been around like 4 billion years longer than me. The earth needs to save me. I don't need to worry about this fucking ball of rock. That's going to still be here in another 10 billion years. I earth needs to do something for me. Why well, I got to worry about a fucking ball that's still, but except now, uh, liquid death, uh, is, is helping a brother out. So, uh, I gotta say the can is sick. The bottle is whack and, um, you know, um, trash the earth in some other way, like go burn a, a bunch of coal, like China does. That's yeah. cool. As long as you're drinking liquid death while you burn all the coal, like put all that smoke up in do the everything. Answer. Do everything China does. Get go find your nearest Muslim and snatch him up and hold him yeah. against their will. Yeah. So China's uh, a good role model. China's a fantastic role model. Have you ever seen Mulan? God, I love that. Movie. I have seen Mulan. Yeah, yeah, no, but I saw it. I saw it like the the original cartoon. Yeah, and it was it was I was so young. Like a lot of people young like to watch what they watched um uh when when they were kids i don't do that i i really the only uh like pixar cartoon or was it was pixar right or was it disney was i think it, it was Di that was like 90s disney that was like uh, eddie murphy did okay. the voice of the dragon that was like pre-donkey yeah. i think i think that might have been like pre-donkey yeah. like yeah, before yeah. he did okay. donkey and shrek well, I re I rewatched Toy Story. I didn't mm. mind rewatching Toy Story, but the other ones I I just never rewatched. Do you? You know, because everybody like I'll I'll see memes now yeah. of people. My they post memes about like Bambi, and I'm like, you are behind on the rent. Yeah. Stop rewatching fucking Disney. Yeah. Enough. I don't the 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 Bambi. I don't get either. I probably haven't seen Bambi in thirty years, and even then, I was like eight or whatever i'm looking at my mom like this shit is boring mom what the fuck are we watching bambi for shit but um does it, fuck <laughs> do they yeah exactly like thumper <clears throat> i remember yeah. that little piece of trivia the the horny rabbit's name was thumper and i mean even in bambi they're like teaching you like these these rabbits is horned up man do you shed a yeah, tear yeah. in the I, pixar movies though like i i can't sit through a pixar no. movie without like I get a little at the end, I'm like, and my wife is like, "What is that?" I'm like, nope. I've I can't, I can't, I can't do it with animation because I just can't, I can't get into it. I, I, I mean, honestly, mm. I can't watch a cartoon movie and take it seriously. Yeah. I love South Park, love Family Guy because they they don't take themselves seriously. Yeah. So, but, but if if you present to me an animated movie. I'm gonna find your 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 most fragile family member and fucking hit him in the back of the head. Yeah, that would probably make wanna, me cry too, though. To me. Yeah. I tell you what, though, I will cry. I cried um, uh, uh, recently. I showed my girlfriend uh, "Remember the Titans." Okay. And uh, dur after the car accident, 
the scene where he goes into the to the to the hospital room and and she's like oh it's only family and then the guy goes oh he's my brother of course the nurse was clearly confused let's be clear that nurse like they made her feel like a piece of shit in that movie she was right to say this is only yeah. family and friends or fa- or at least family because it was it was a black guy and a white guy okay yeah. and it was the 50s she just that that poor nurse was brought up in a household where her father drank every single night and fingered her her mother in front of her shit out of her absolutely absolutely that belt stayed off oh yeah yeah i feel like i feel like belts have gotten less uh like i feel like people when they'd manufacture belts back then kept in the back of their minds oh so this is going to be used to beat it was it was half an article of clothing it was like half an accessory but it was also half a weapon like you might have to pull yeah. this off to defend yourself. There could be bears. You could be in Alaska. You need to be able to whip this belt off. Now I feel like belts have like lost all of their teeth, so to speak. Like my butt, but the belt I'm wearing right now is like a cloth belt. It does, it wouldn't do shit. Like you can't snap it menacingly. Like you know the leather. You could like fold it in half and and it would snap all loud and you'd be like oh shit i don't want to get hit with that like if you were a kid and your dad like looked at you and he's kind of reeked of vodka and he'd hit that belt a few times you'd be like oh shit i'm totally fucked he's so hammered he's gonna lay into me and um you know they they don't they're not menacing anymore they're not meant to i mean you could see it in the belt as soon as they started making those you know those uh, belts that would come with like like khaki shorts the the like the fabric belts with yeah. the metal buckles that's exactly what i'm wearing right I mean, now it's yeah, exactly yeah, the belts i'm wearing the, that's when you knew that like the manufacturers yeah. had said you know what we we're no longer uh this is no longer a dual use product this is solely to keep somebody's pants up uh and it's not meant to uh you know first of all by the way it's it's odd because everybody is very against beating children and i am yeah. too i am against yeah, it but like all, let's also look at the, the gen- generation of children who haven't been beat. i was never beat as a kid um and i'm horrible yeah i'm a horrible person 100 okay? yeah my grandpa would get fucked up and he was like 16 working you know, on the railroad and he made a life for himself and it's like maybe like i, I understand that we shouldn't hit kids that much mm-hmm. but but like once in a when while you compared yeah when you compare generations when you go this generation didn't get hit this generation did the generation that did get hit is always more successful i think uh yeah i mean there's i think there's something to be said for uh like i i'm more of like an occasional beater with like a, but but really savage about it you know what i mean like if it's absolutely you got to keep people on their toes a little bit i think and i think that's a big thing like if you're scared you might catch a beating i think you're you're gonna be you that's gonna be in the back of your mind at the very least you know what i mean like they say an armed society is a polite society and if i talk shit and someone whips out their belt and then proceeds to beat beat me about the face and neck with their leather belt and maybe i would think twice about talking shit the next time so i do think i do think we should reinforce things with violence if at all if at all possible yeah, and people forget the, how useful the, the tool really is. And it's not, you know, you shouldn't resort to the first step, but that step may be because it's a very useful tool. There's a no. reason why things always end up there. That's the last step. Yeah. It's because that's the one that usually finally capped off, 
will it will it will solve whatever the quarrel yeah. or qualm or whatever keyword also means fight. I've been doing mm. a lot of reading lately. It, you know what I mean? It usually you're you're a father. Indeed. Yes. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Let me ask you something. When you look at your son, you see, you know, you see a part of yourself. It's actually my daughter, or, but yeah, but but yeah, I mean very much so. Your yeah. daughter. It's a yeah, it's a okay, girl. Well, She's th- a girl. That completely fucks my question up because I was I was saying, do you have an insecurity that he's gonna grow up and get a big and have a bigger dick than you? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's the I mean psh. Even though it's a girl, it's not going to take much. You know what I mean? Plus, I might have a yeah. boy. It's going to basically, it's going to happen. Well, here's here's the thing, though. I was saying, I've been I've been saying this for years now, and I I believe it is true. I believe everybody has their father's penis. I believe that's a fact. I believe that if anybody, if you ask anybody who's seen their father's penis mm-hmm. and remembers what it looks like, they look down at their penis and go, "That's my dad's a, dick." A, this is a joke that's for everybody watching. It, it was about this long. That's funny. Now, it's a joke That's for the, the viewers, not so much the listeners. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Visual joke indicating that it went from uh, my mouth all the way to the back of my throat. Yes. Yeah. Whatever yeah. whatever can uh, uh, rough up a larynx, that's how long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think as Cardi B said, it hits the dangly thing in your throat. Yeah. I don't think – see, she Cardi B purports to want that. I mean, even if that – even oh. if every girl likes a big old hog, but – I don't feel like that is satisfactory. That's not pleasurable for a woman to just get absolutely skull fucked. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, no, like if if you ask a woman, like if you could have anything you want, do you want to suck a dick that gives you a sore throat later? Or would you rather just lay down and get your pussy eaten and then have him go back in and then pull out again because he's going to come and then eat your pussy again and just get you there? Do you just want to get there or do you want to be fucking like... You know, I feel like it's a lie to say. Like, yeah, the no. Women are lying. I'm I'm following you because one is very like he's gonna romance it. It's all about you. There's sushi on the way. The other one is like he is just using you as a whole. You're just a fleshlight with feet, and uh, at best, and never forget it. Yeah, at best, you're gonna have a tombstone pizza afterward. That's mm-hmm. that's if you're lucky. Um, and you, he definitely drinks Dasani is what I'm saying. It's the difference between, uh, a, a bubbly, a delicious bubbly water in a, in a recyclable can and a, uh, toilet water Dasani. So I now feel is you. that is liquid death an energy drink or what? No, what is this is, exactly? this is 100% mountain water from the Austrian Great. Alps. It, it's water and carbon dioxide. That's the only thing in the oh, skin. So it's, yeah. So it's you're just drinking, water. You're drinking uh, sparkling water, basically. I'm drinking sparkling water, except instead of a bottle. Okay. It's, yeah, it's in a can. And so, yeah, gotcha. this isn't going to keep me up late, which is good because my daughter wakes up at 5 a.m. And it's my turn tomorrow morning. And it's always yeah. a good night to podcast when it's your turn to get up with the daughter at 5 a.m. This is going to be great. Are you, st- are you still with her mother? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I think she can hear me. I think she can hear me right now, maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah she gotcha. totally can hear me. Yeah, I, she's listen, right there. I'm something of a parent I'm, myself. I just brought home two kittens today. Dude, okay. I actually need to ask you about the kittens. You went through some shit. I, I listened to your the episode that you dropped today where you bitched about kittens for like 47 and a half minutes about two yeah. kittens. I actually <laughs> think you did like a whole hour and a half episode solo. No, guests. I had I had real kittens. points to make and i just was like i can't i can't do i'm not in the state of mind to make a political point here i have to get this off my chest yeah so why is it 
it, it must be some aspect of the the state of New Jersey because my wife and I adopted a cat here in New Hampshire and it was pretty fucking easy. We just went to the Humane Society and they were like, hey, we got cats. And we were like, uh, we'll take one. And they were like, well, here you go. Sign here, give us $35. And then uh, hopefully we never see you again. And it was pretty no must no fuss. Was it a, uh, a cat that had already been like domesticated? Uh, like as opposed to like a wild like a mountain lion cub or because no. that would be pretty sweet. <laughs> no, Although mean, I'm afraid well, it might it was, eat my it, child. Was it a feral cat like an outdoor cat when they got it or was it like and how old was it? Um, you know, I think the cat was pretty young. She was still pretty small. She died of feline leukemia. You talked about feline hates today. I was like, oh, I gotta, mm-hmm. I gotta let you know this cat died of feline leukemia about three yeah. months after we got her. We had to put her down. And Christ. I right. fucking How'd you I do it shovel. Yeah, no. Um we it's New Hampshire so we've got big snow shovels and that's pretty efficient. Um they've got yeah. kind of a sharp blade so you can do like the guillotine maneuver, but in all Absolutely. seriousness, we took this cat to put her down and we'd only had her for a couple of months. She was only like, I don't know, 4 months old or 5 months old or something. And I was just feeling so terrible that she'd had this like short life. We fried a turkey for her. Like you were yeah. like I had to like What's your last meal? You know, like you think, do you think animals have like a make a wish type of like they would wish for something like the way kids like do a make a wish. I want to meet Spider-Man or some shit. I want to see Sofia Vergara's titties. I want an eight year old to be like, I want to see Sofia Vergara's titties before I die. How can you say no to that? How can you say no to that? You'd be like, all right, eight year old. We got to call. We got to hit Sofia on, on Twitter or something like that. See if she can make that happen for you. Cause how do you say no? You know? Yeah. You can't say yeah, no exactly. to a little kid. Just a little bald boy who's got, there's like the priest in the room who's praying over him to yeah. try to get him better. And the mother yeah. and father in the room. And the He's got to hang on until the titties come through. Yeah, the CEO of Make-A-Wish comes in in a suit and he clearly is like emotionally detached from this. And yeah. he's like, he's looking at his watch. He's like, what do you, uh, what do you want? We, we got to, what do you want? And he goes, I want to come all over fucking Emma Watson's titties. And the mother and father are like, oh my God. <laughs> And they're like, he's only seven. I don't know where he learned all this. I don't know where he learns all this. And he's like, I want, I want a fucking prostate orgasm. My dad used to make me do. And everybody's oh my like, God. Hmm? no. So, okay. So I take these cats. So they're feral. They got them off the streets. Okay. So you, you had to so, adopt, you went through a rigmarole to adopt a feral cat. That's going to fucking claw yeah, two, your eyes two, out. Two, two. So, so here's the thing. So I, I guess sounds like a horrible this, deal. This, yeah, I don't. That's know like what bringing I'm homeless people home with you. Like I'm gonna take this homeless heroin addict home yes. with me. I'm gonna let him sleep on my couch. We're gonna get him back on his feet. This totally isn't gonna go to shit. He's gonna steal that's, everything in your house and defecate. That's basically exactly what I'm dealing with here. I have two homeless people in my bathroom right now because you can't let them. You can't because they run. Feral cats will fucking bolt if you give them enough room. So you got to put them in a small room for the first like week so they won't. They'll get used to not running from you. Yeah. Um, and that first of all, I got two one two two, two one was a four month old, one was a two month old. The four month old is, is Rose, and the two month old is Mimi. Okay. Um, and Rose is a fucking cunt. I believe and I it. Kind of love like it. Rose. She already took a swipe at me. She already. I was giving her her food bowl, and she just went, went yeah, like that. She didn't give a fuck. Like when she looks at either my girlfriend or I, she looks at like she'll look and go, ugh, fuck, ugh, fucking, like she's yeah. disgusted at our presence the thing is though i because i've been spending I've, I've spent my whole day today 
in the bathroom with them, trying okay. to get them because they haven't acclimated to each other yet. They have not acclimated to us. The other one's okay. Like you pick her up. She won't really, you know, yeah. but Rose is, she, you know, she's a little fucking, you know, she's definitely like an all lives matter cat. So we were talking about, I could, we were talking about violence earlier. And I think that's, I, I actually believe with maybe not so much with like human children, but like definitely with animals, you got to like lay down the law. You can't have a conversation with an animal yeah. and reason with them and say, Hey, this is why I don't want you to tear the couch up and piss on the carpet. You have to be like, yo, uh, like you were yeah. saying, like violence is essentially the, like everything is backed up current. That's like the currency that just backs everything up. That's like the goal. Like they talk about the gold standard, the silver standard for backup currencies, but like violence is basically what's going to back everything up. Like if I can fuck you up, boom. And that's how it is with the cat. You got to be like, yo, I'm big. Yeah. I'm you gotta, smart. You got to abuse you your pets. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, like regular abuse. I don't know. I don't know about like a daily. I don't think you need a daily reminder, but every now and then when they swipe at you or whatever, like my cat will yeah. go after my wife and she's like, no, no, no. You know, he's, you know, he just needs to play and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, he needs to play. He's got fucking toys. Like he can fucking play with some of this yeah. shit. He's got things to scratch. He's got shit to chase. He could play with the kid. She chase him. He, what he doesn't need to do is bite and claw your fuck. So she'll like, you know, hold him down. And she's like, wow, you know, he hasn't fucked with me. Cause I held him down. I remind him I could fuck you up. So that's something well, that's what thing. you got to so, do. I, I got, I got Rose before I got Mimi. So I went and got Rose today and I took her home. Okay. And she's hot. She's been hiding behind the toilet all day. And so at first though, like when I would go and pick her up, you grab him by that tuft of hair yeah. and then you pick him up and then you hold him. And, and Rose at first, she was kind of like, you know, she still looked at me and said, just so you know, the only reason I'm not fucking murdering you right now is because I'm physically not capable of, of yeah. it. But when I brought the other cat home and then my girlfriend got home, it was like too much. It was like too much stimulus. And then I swear to God, like I picked her up and I put her like over my shoulder and I was like, I'm bringing, I'm bringing home your, your younger sister later. And, and, and she goes, all lives matter. And I'm huh. like, what? And she goes, don't bring any minorities in. And I was like, what Oof. Rose stop. Yeah. And then the other, unfortunately her younger sister, Mimi, she's half black, half white. And then yeah. I brought her into the bathroom and then she looked at me and goes, what did I tell you? What yeah. did I tell you how I feel about how people should stick with their own kind? And I was like, Rose, you yeah. can't be saying this anymore. This is a new time. Yeah. That's you a prejudiced cat. Uh, that sounds yeah. like a prejudiced cat. Do you think animals can be racist? Like, I mean, um, humans I, are I, racist and we're, we're animals. So like, doesn't that seem like, well, we, we had a dog uh, in college. My, my college roommate had a chocolate lab. So it was a, it was like a pretty dark Labrador and, uh, it would bark anytime. Um, very athletic. yeah, it was very athletic, uh, dog. And she would bark anytime somebody black would come over. Like we, 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 and black friends, of course, I don't mind admitting it on the internet. And whenever they come over, she would like, she would not, it's not like she'd bark until she saw the person and then she'd like wag her tail. That's how she was with everybody except black people. And whenever black people came over, she was like, not cool with the idea of like a black person. And it's like, you guys are the same color dog. Like, why are you getting upset? And in any way, like 
everything's cool. But th- this dog was like li- literally like it was a legit prejudiced animal. And I, I just, I've always wondered if that's like very common amongst dogs. And then how do you get the dog to stop being prejudiced? You know what I mean? Like you can't sit that dog down with an audio book of white privilege and like get them to open their mind about other people and commingling and diversity and try to bring them into the 21st century way of thought. It's a dog. Well, you can't have that conversation. Yeah. Yeah, so here's how you how, here's how you stop getting a dog or any animal to to stop being racist. You gotta you gotta suspend them th- from Twitter and Instagram. Okay, and then it definitely works. Push them. It definitely works. They go over See, to parlor. Jack Dorsey and and, and uh, uh, Zuckerberg. I love how they're like, this is going to work. This is how we'll end racism. We yeah. just won't let them speak. But what they don't understand about people who are racist is like, if you, in real life, basically what you're doing to them is going, shh. Yeah. You're looking at them and going, shh. But yeah. what they don't understand is if that happens in real life and they've just had one or two drinks, they're going to go to their safe and pull out their fucking Remington and shoot you in the head because yeah. they're not, um, being they're, they're very important. Yeah. There. So. So when you can't, when you say you can't speak, they're gonna say, "Well, you can't breathe." Then. Yeah. No, I feel you. I actually feel like if you if you have a social media, uh, service, you have like a um, you know, you have like a Facebook or Twitter or whatever, and if you ban people for doing or saying things that are like not popular, obviously racism is not a popular thing. But if you just ban them, it's sort of like when you have a whole bunch of like you're cleaning your room. Your mom's like clean your room and you just like push everything under your bed. It's like, look, it's clean now. It's like it's not really. You just fucking like you just hid the shit. It's it's kind of what you're doing by like booting them. You're just like, all right, well, just don't be on here. Like you, you can go somewhere else. We just don't want you here. It feels like you're just kind of like, ah, we we've hidden all the all the racist people so you won't see them, but they're still out there. They're over there on parlor or whatever. Parlor. Listen, I got a parlor, by the I way. I do too. I and do too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it basically, how do, how come we don't follow each other? I'm bringing the, um, I'm bringing the black power to a uh, parlor. Okay. So basically I've, I've had, uh, quite a few interesting interactions on parlor. I've had people just absolutely love what I say. And then I've also had people absolutely fucking like one of the people said that they hope that, that, that I would die. And it was mm. because like someone said, Who someone said that? that was in uh, uh, an article about abortions and then i made some like coat hanger abortion comment and how i thought it was funny yeah. and so it's like at first that'll trigger somebody I wanted to go to, uh, yeah yeah, yeah i it. wanted to go to parlor and say i wanted to say faggot i wanted to say retard and not get in trouble that's all i wanted to do i don't ha- i'm not conservative i'm not liberal either but I, all i wanted to do was just make sure that i there was a place where i could literally just fucking let it fly and not have to worry about someone accusing me of something yeah right so uh i started and at first i was getting great responses right because it's low-hanging fruit at this point to make fun of liberals because they're just so shitty um and but it, you know sometimes it will come up where someone will post something and i'm like this is fucking hilarious i'm gonna shit on this guy and then his fans will just they'll they'll fucking go after you like they say conservatives don't don't get as offended you just got to hit the right buttons that's what i think it is i think everybody i think everybody's a hypocrite and i think people will say oh we don't get as offended because we're but no you just you just like you can get a trump person all out of whack if you say something negative about trump or whatever like people still 
it's like any any group of people, if it gets large enough, you're going to find people who will get offended and get all like self-righteous and shit. And it's all about like whatever's whatever's like working for you in the moment. You know what I mean? Like uh, people uh, on the left, Democrats, and everybody who voted for Joe Biden, no one's complaining about the Electoral College or the Russians right now. Four years ago, fuck that elector- Electoral College. The Electoral College is racist. We got to ban it from Facebook. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, if it yeah, works it, for you, you're not going to, you're not going to complain, but if it's not working for you, then it's racist basically is, is the way that goes. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's a good thing. It's good. Th- it's good to falsely accuse people of racism. Keeps them 100%. on their toes. Yeah. 100%. And, and so like you, you know, say a guy said, it's like snapping you know, the belt at somebody, you know what I mean? Keeps right, people exactly. on their toes. It reminds There's people. There's this fucking fragile aura around people now, and they go, "Well, I can't move my arm this too fast this way because I might break it, that fucking glass around me. And if I break that, that's gonna let everybody see, or they're gonna think that I'm a racist. And that's a good thing because everybody is racist all the time. Thank you very much. Everybody's implicitly biased. Everybody has uh, subconscious racism. Nobody likes black people. All white people are disgusting and they should hang themselves in the street to remember the tragedy of Emmett Till. I think so too. Yeah. 100%. I don't think I could say it better. And that's backed by Poland spring. Just kidding. By the way, I do have to, I have to make a disclaimer. That is a joke because they will get upset. I learned this uh, the hard way the other day and i'm not going to tell you why because or not on air anyway but if you say something and then kind of transition into speaking about a brand they will get a very upset i say yeah Just i can saying. i can appreciate how maybe uh, poland springs would not want to be uh, associated with your rampant misogyny racism and rape jokes it's like the three Listen, things you can't, it's like the three things you can't joke about the three R's, right? You can't joke about race. You can't joke about rape and you can't joke about retards. Those are the three R's that you cannot joke about. You got, you can't touch that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I was in Petco t- earlier today and there was a fucking, I talked about this. I had to pre-record because I'm going up to Connecticut. Yeah. To see my mother for CT. I'm not. Yeah. Absolutely. Welcome to new England. Dude, motherfucker. Fucking, we're going to go tour Bridgeport. Look at look at all the boarded up buildings. That sounds awesome. Um, yeah, it's gonna be great. I'm sure we'll get robbed. But uh, I was talking about how I was at Petco, and it was earlier today. I had to get all the shit because, like, the, we went and visited the fucking two foster psychopaths that were fostering like 800 cats at a time, and then they were like, "You just want them?" And I was like, "Yeah, I okay." Is that how this works? After all I did on this application process, mm. I had to give references. Like, you had to give references to adopt a feral cat? That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I had to yeah, give references to said, get into grad school. You got to give references to get a feral cat? That's ridiculous. It's, 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 That's so ridiculous. It's absolutely insanity. It's inane. It's fucking worthless. But, but what anyways, is that? So I, go, I mean, who's, who's, is this like government of New Jersey or is this just like the, the humane society policy? That's no, like, I, yeah, it's this, it's the specific companies, but I, okay. I, I applied to multiple like shelters and places. They all references fucking where do you work do you have a stable income it's like all you have to do is like i i said this in the podcast in the the response i walked in you got to walk into the place you say i'd like a cat please and then they should go 
do you have enough money to cover the fee yeah. right now? And you go, yeah. And then they should go, you go pick whatever you want. You fucking leave. Yeah. That's how that should work. Because taking care of a cat is not a big deal. Although I will say these fuckers that are currently in my bathroom, yeah. probably fucking fist fighting. Dude, there's shit, the shit on your ceiling right now. Absolutely. Well, I'm telling you, Rose just—it's really weird. They've so they said that like all their shots are up to date and they're not—they don't have feline AIDS, but they're like, well, we got them when they were four months and they were completely feral. And I was like, well, that's that's to me that sounds like these cats were born under our back porch. Is exactly what that sounds like. Okay, my first cat when I was a kid. We adopted a cat that got born. I used to skateboard, and we had a half pipe that we'd built in the backyard, right? Is that, and, how, you, is that how you got away from your father when he drank? Yeah, we'd go like, hide under that thing, yeah. And then you go up. And it's like and raining, and I'm, I got my knees up, and I'm like sobbing. Yeah, it was It's awesome. <laughs> That's why I'm funny today. It's because I was beaten and molested as a child. It's great. I'm really lucky to have had that childhood experience. You, you, know, what I, you know what I love about the word molest? It actually just means like like harm yeah or, or like disturb like something or get like, in. so so when i hear yeah. somebody go and the process was needs to be unmolested like if unmolested. You're speaking of the election, you, go, love- you need an unmolested uh uh election of integrity and everybody's like unmolested i love using the word unmolested into the, into the dialogue that's such a great vocab word because it, it does mean like don't fuck with my shit like leave my shit yeah. alone like I want to come home and I want my things to be unmolested when I arrive home. I want them to be orderly and the way I left them. I love dropping unmolested as a vocab word on people because people are like, you want me to undiddle your your things? You don't want me to untouch their testicles. Okay. That's weird. You want to weird push request. Come back into your dick hole? You're yeah. wild, but I'll do it. Yeah, you're wild, but hey, anything's worth a try once like- or twice. I want my molestation to be unmolested by any anybody else. Leave me alone when I'm molesting. Yeah. Un, yeah don't molest me while I'm molesting. Leave me unmolested. <laughs> don't molest my molest. Don't molest Do my want, molestation. I don't know how to make it more clear yeah. to you people. This when is not, I am molesting, don't molest my yeah. molesting. This is not the inception of molestation, okay? We're not going to do a molestation inside another molestation inside another molestation. And at the bottom, this guy's spinning a top to see if he's getting molested or not. That's not how this don't, works. Just one level of I, molestation. See, unmolested molestation of a mole. Of a mole. We found it. Yeah. We've reached heaven, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Which, if you're scientifically inclined, a mole is not just a furry little animal. It's also Avogadro's number, which is six, ti- uh, six times 10 to the oh, 23rd yes. or something like that. Avogadro's either 22nd that, or 23rd. Avogadro's number. Many, that's how many unmolested molestations I've done. That's, is a, mole. that's the depth of the molestation. Which is, is a molestation is it, is it inception. Per, that number only only it, it applies to depth, or it's just an infinite, or like what is that? Or is like curvature? Uh, the Avogadro's what number is, is like how many um, a mole of a thing. It's like um, you know, if a, you have it's a, a quantity of another quantity. Yeah, so like uh, it's how you count really small particles. Like when you got atoms, yeah. like they're really tiny. You're not going to count them. Uh, but you're going to yeah. say if I have like six grams of oxygen, then I have a, cause that's number oxygen is number six on the periodic table. I believe I'm just doing this off the top of my head, which means that, um, you know, um, 
six grams is like an avocado avogadro's number it's like a fuck ton basically it's like it's a harder way of saying it's more syllables it's like saying a fuck ton you've got a fuck ton of these really tiny little things and you're not going to measure like each little individual unit you're just going to say i got a fucking mole of this shit you know the judge goes you've you've been convicted you've been found guilty of mole molestations and everybody's like what and they go mole molestations they're like how many is that and they go well, it's so many that we actually can't, like, we don't have uh, digits, yeah. like numbered numerical digits to, to, to describe it. So we're, we've classified like it as this. If they were going to do, if they were going to do like a number for molestations, they wouldn't call it Avogadro's number. They would call it Michael Jackson's number. I'd be like, this, yeah. this guy's molested a whole lot. He's, he's got at least two Michael Jackson numbers right there. That's like when you molest MJ. a whole Neverland ranch full of kids. Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah, it's MJ to the nth power. As that's, you were saying, fucking- with the cat adoption, though, it should be a one-step process. You've got one box to check. You go in, and the guys say, okay, write a check for $35. Check this box here that acknowledges that you have seen our terms and conditions and that you have promised, you have pinky sworn on top of a Bible not to fuck these cats. And there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Be sworn to not put this pinky that you're wrapping around my pinky in the cat. Yeah. That's all that should happen. But I mean, it's, it is wild though, because I mean, I get like, I, so I took, I take him home. I knew that Rose was retarded. I knew that she was mentally retarded, Good but she's cat. a fighter though. It sounds like she just wants to scrap. Yo, she just wants to go to a fucking... She wants to join the Proud Boys in Washington, D.C. <laughs> and fight Antifa. That's all she wants to do. That's yeah, all she wants yeah. to do. She has so much yeah. fucking outrage towards her half-black, half-white sister. And she's like, this is not the situation that I wanted to be in. They should have yeah. just left me on that fucking street and let yeah. me fucking freeze to death in a New Jersey winter. She wants to be with the Proud Boys fighting Antifa, yeah. yelling slurs, trying to say, you know, joining the stop the steal rally. That's all that Rose wants to do. And I've taken that away from her. I do feel a little bad because I'm not allowing her to express her first amendment. Right. Yeah. But we got to do everything we can to help these animals to get past their prejudice. I mean, the animal kingdom is really very violent. I mean, we were talking about how violence oftentimes backs things up. And sometimes it's even crazy to think about as a human being, like how much of our everything social is all built on this this bedrock of violence because if i jaywalk and i get a ticket if i park and i get like this 15 dollars parking ticket and i just say fuck you i'm not gonna pay it then eventually they'll issue a warrant for my arrest i don't show up in in court they're, they're the warrant's out for me now they're looking for me they know where i live they're gonna come to my house looking for me and if i say fuck you i'm not gonna go they're gonna bust my door down and drag me out which is a form of violence if i resist being dragged out they're going to escalate the violence against me they're gonna tase me they'll pepper spray me and if i continue to resist eventually they will shoot me which could potentially be lethal to me which is crazy to think that even the smallest of infractions, the tiniest little thing, jaywalking, I mean, something nobody gives a fuck about, some nonviolent offense. Like, let's say I didn't fucking pay the right taxes or whatever, and I owe the government some back taxes, and I'd like to dispute that fact. If the government decides I'm wrong and I owe them money, even though I've never once been violent, they are going to bring the violence to my doorstep 
all because I refuse to comply. And that's a fucking weird thing to think about, but that is the bedrock of violence that backs everything up. Because if they let me get away with this shit and they don't come fuck me up, everybody else is going to try to get away with this shit. And then they're going to say, you didn't fuck up Jason, so you can't fuck me up. And then no one's paying their taxes. So I can appreciate why the government looks at me and says, dog, you either give us the... $17 in back taxes you owe us, or we're going to have to eventually put a bullet in you, which is kind of a fucked up thing to get shot about. Although I'm sure people in Compton have been shot for less. It's just a weird thing to think about. But at the end of the day, violence is, I mean, everything's built on top of that. Hopefully it doesn't get there, right? I mean, if I owe the government $17 in back taxes, I'm unequivocally, I'm going to pay the $17 instead of getting shot. But I mean, if I really put my foot down out of principle, I could get shot out of principle. And that's, that's the thing about the, the violence that we, that's, it's very subtle. It's under, you know, it's very like, it's not above board. I mean, unless, you know, you're in, you're in Minneapolis and you're black, then the cops are just, unfortunately they're killing you left and right. But most of the exactly. time that violence is, they push it down. It's not overt. It's not right out in the People open. People are misunderstanding Derek Chauvin. He was a good man. He was actually taking a knee with Colin Kaepernick. He just happened. He didn't realize mm. that there was someone under him. Yeah. And they just took a knee. He just took a, a, a knee straight on a fucking. I saw. Yeah, I, I'm I not sure who, how he could have someone, missed that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. You know, sometimes you know it's, he had knee pain all his life, and they've been giving him you know Percocet. So a lot of his knee was numb, and he didn't realize that there was a black guy under there. Look, there's always black guys under me. I'm like, whoa, Jesus Christ! Like you never know. You never yeah. know. They just pop up. Yeah, it's just, it's rough. Rose is with you here. Rose, Rose, I can speak for Rose. I am her attorney. Rose is with you here. She's a libertarian who, who believes she's very, um, uh, you know, proud of her Western culture. She does believe that, you know, immigrants should have to assimilate. She has made it very clear that she does not like taxes. She does not like big government. Mm. She's not a huge fan of interracial couples. (laughs) Um, I know and that was a libertarian platform, but yeah. <laughs> Rose Rose has a libertarian pat look, Rose has made it very clear to me. God, that I voted for Joe Jorgensen. I'm 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 a little upset now. I voted for that. Yeah. Well, look, I I when I brought her home, the first thing she said was, Look, Zach, I'm fine with faggots. Just get it out of my face. That's what she said. And I went, Rose, Jesus, just just I got it's you intense. a bed. She was like, I'm fine with faggots as long as I'm not forced to watch it. And I'm like, no one's forcing you to watch it, Rose. And they're like, this is why they shouldn't get married because they force it down your throat. It turns into it turns into something else. It's equality. Then they get more than us. And I'm like, Rose, hey, they just look. They just get I married. mean. But aren't you personally concerned that they're going to be uh, showing our children in a, a scant maybe two or three generations? They could be showing our ch- grandchildren or great-grandchildren um, uh, pornography in schools. Aren't you worried? Aren't you concerned? Uh, well, I don't have a child, so I don't have that. Like I, I, I know exactly what you're saying, but I don't have the emotional connection to that subject because I just don't have children. But like... I do, I do, I think I know where you're going with it. And I do, I think like, I, it all started with this tranny reading at the library. You remember that? It's like tranny reading time. So like these public that a thing? libraries. No, no, no. Yeah, it was. And it was a hot topic of debate for a was while. Was that in Jersey? I've, I, I don't yeah, feel like I missed that kind of. Uh, say it again. I, I don't feel like I missed the, that, that kind of news that much. Usually that's you, like you at the forefront. It. So. God, I must it not have like, listened to Rush Limbaugh that week. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or the fucking or the fucking whiny Jew, Shapiro, Ben Shapiro. He was on it all. Like he fucking I can he was a that. big like I, I listened to him talking about it, and that's how I learned about it. But basically there was a, I, I forget exactly where it was at, but it was multiple different uh in, in multiple different states where these trannies would come on, they would just they'd come dressed up in their best tranny whatever, and and they would reap. And it, you know, at first you're like, so was it like okay, they would, was it like, um, no, like a drag like, show? It like, like it was like very oh, like, yes, yes. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Not tranny. Drag. So it's like a drag it show. It was like, like the RuPaul thing where it was like, I love that yeah. stuff though. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, but the problem was that they were like, they weren't just reading to them. They were like twerking in front of them and doing like crazy. I sexual, saw, okay. Like, I saw something about this. It was, it looked like it was a little girl's yeah. birthday party or something. Yeah, that's a no, little. It was, it, I mean, it was the reading. It was the, it was a library okay. was reading time. Yeah, okay, that must have been it. Done. I, I just you know, I don't know about the twerk and the the sexual stuff in front of the seven year olds. Look, there's I don't know how no better that. way to expand a child's vocabulary than have them watch a tranny twerk and then a skirt slides up and they see the nutsack bulge in those tight ass yeah. panties. There's nothing better for a child than ex, you know. It's, well, I think the best thing to do. When and at least when I'm wearing my wife's underwear, this is how I do it. I, I like oh, to yeah, yeah. because the way I mean, look, a woman's underwear. I shouldn't even have to say this. Probably goes without saying for most of my listeners. A woman's underwear is not. It's not um, designed to uh, like house the the same bits, right? They're thinking when they design a woman's underwear, we have to cover a vagina. But they're not thinking we need to hold a penis and and a scrotum filled with two testicles in this underwear, and 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 they're certainly not thinking of my prodigious scrotum skin. I've got a lot of scrotum skin, so it's oh yeah, it's not even like I got that much nut. It's just do like you a you lot know what of, you could do though you could take you could cut some of it off and just pull, pull it over your microphone yeah. and use it as a pop filter. I thought about that, but then that also sounds really fucking painful, but. So when I wear my wife's undies, you know, you just, what you let is you let that underwear like split the nuts off to either side. You know what I mean? So they kind of hang out, right? They're not really fitting in anyway, but you might, what you might yeah. as well do is like, let it run down the middle, split them out. And then this way you have that, that sort of like sense of surprise that like when the skirt starts coming up, cause you're twerking, then when people get a, when people get like, when they get a peek, when it finally comes out, they're like, Oh yeah. Hey. Those are two testicles exactly pushing out well, of the women's here, underwear. And that to me, know, that makes me feel sexy when I wear it like that. I like that. Honestly, I didn't even know about the tranny reading time until Rose told me Rose was informing me a bunch. She, she looked at me and she goes, did you hear about that tranny bullshit at the public library? And I was like, no. And she was like, well, you better fucking gear up for this because we have some fucking sexually confused faggots dressing up and drag. And I'm like, Oh, and I'm look. I'm trying to teach her. I'm doing my best. I even hung up a Black Lives Matter sign in the yeah. hallway. She she could see it every time I take her back and forth. Yeah. She refuses to acknowledge like that. that Black Lives Matter. Yeah, I I feel like that's problematic. I mean, have you ever thought of maybe having that cat put to sleep? I'm just saying. Okay. I think well, there's a solution for that. Mean, it's also yeah. called a final solution, I think is what Hitler used to call it. But <laughs> the, what I'm saying, though, problem. is that we can take care of that. Uh, if that cat doesn't yeah, want to exactly. learn. I, think, I know exactly what you mean. We've only had Rose for a day, and she's you know she's ha she's made a lot of good points. Um, 
I think what I'm going to do is try to change her by doxing her, yeah. right? Taking a video of her saying this stuff and doxing her it on the and internet. then letting people yeah. send her hate online until she kills herself so I don't have to do it. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. That's a good way to do it. I mean, I've thought about shooting my cat before, the one that we didn't put to sleep because it had feline leukemia, the the one that obviously didn't, and he's just a dick. And I have thought when he wakes my daughter up, I think about shooting him. But then maybe yeah. that would be better to just kind of get him to kill himself. I don't know how a cat would do that. And I have opposable thumbs. It's kind of hard to kill yourself. All you can really do is run in front of traffic, I think, when you're an she's, animal. She'll take the claw and she'll just swipe. Do you think you could do that? I wonder Brother. about that shit. What's that? Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Okay. The way Rose swiped at me, like the, I'm being serious. The speed yeah. of her paw when she swiped was unlike, I, I grew up with dogs. Okay. Mm -hmm. Dogs are fast. Dogs are quick. I have never seen anything like that. Cats are she pretty swiped. quick. Yeah. I mean, I, I like it. She swiped her paw and was done for like a second before I even moved my hand back. Like it, it, the, the, the reaction time, the reflexes of a cat are absolutely retarded. And it's, you can't even process like in the moment you can't process what's happening until it's already done. So I think she could have, she has like the velocity on her yeah. paw to be able to slit her own throat. Do you think you could do that to yourself though? I feel like, um, it's easier. Yeah, I mean, like it's hard. Like I'm always like, you know, if I'm slapping, smacking somebody else, you know, because they've upset me or offended me, I'm smacking them with my belt. But like, if I'm hitting myself, it's like, um, I never can, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think I could slip my own throat. I would just go like, uh, you know, I'd, I'd be too easy on myself. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to like really, you know, get it in there. So I don't, I don't well, think I'd do that. So it depends. Like I, this is, this is going to tie in real nicely. So everybody stay with me until I get to the point. I was watching something recently and I don't know what it was about. And it doesn't matter what it was about. Um, the, it was a, some psychological show. Uh, if you bite your finger, to literally bite it off, it takes the same force as biting off a chunk of a baby carrot. But okay. your mind controls so yeah. much of your body and your psychological state that when you bite your finger... It yeah. feels so much. It feels like you're applying so much more pressure yeah. on your finger than it does a baby carrot, but that's all it takes because that's all you know what I mean. Yeah. It's it's all in your head. So it feels a I lot harder than that, a baby carrot, though. I don't know. That's just no, but it's it, it's not necessarily that it's the fragility. So like so so I mean it is harder than a baby carrot, but also you like it's not as thick yeah. as a baby carrot. So it's like. Technically, your jaw clamping down has to apply the same amount of force mm -hmm. to a baby carrot as it would your finger to get them both uh, severed. But Oof. you can't because your fucking brain goes, nope, what are you doing? What yeah. are you doing, motherfucker? Nope. Yeah. That's the so, same with slitting your I throat, think, I think. I just don't think. I think your brain is like, no, no can do. Like, we got something built yeah. in to the operating system that's going to prevent you from opening your own jugular up. You have too many all lives matter protests to, to attend to do this. That's <laughs> basically like Rose couldn't do it. Like she could, she, she has the physical capabilities of doing that, but she can't because her psyche says, listen, you're going to re you're going to lead a revolution. If you think the proud boys are a problem, just wait till the fucking Rose boys show up. They're going to fuck everything up. They're going to start spray painting fucking 
swastikas on the Capitol buildings. They're going to start throwing bacon at mosques. They're going to do everything, bro. Dude. I, I mean, can you imagine, though, like living without bacon? I fucking love bacon. Yeah, that's why That's why uh, Muslims make a good default enemy when people aren't getting along. That's why I say we should invade Iraq again because we're having a lot of civil unrest and let's yeah. just have well, let's get a common enemy again. And the Muslims seem to yeah. do that pretty well. I think people say... We, you know, why, why invade Iraq again? You know what I mean? Like it worked so well the first time, but then I say, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. You know what I mean? There's no Absolutely. reason why you shouldn't take a second crack at something that you were unsuccessful at the first time. You might have better luck the second time. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it is ignorant and politically retarded to re ignore the fact that we need to go into Iraq again mm. and we need to start doing a lot of damage to to like villages, not even like military bases, yeah. just villages. Let's just go villages. around to villages and fucking ruin yeah. them. I mean, let's start car uh, carpet bombing Syria and Lebanon and fucking, you know, there's a lot of countries that need to be bombed and we're not doing it. I think it. so too. And that's actually, that's the reason I don't like Trump because he's not bombing enough. He's not bombing enough. Yeah, he needs to bomb more. He definitely needs to bomb more. Yeah. I think people are focused too much on the, you know, things that are wrong with Trump that are unimportant, the trivialities, you know what I mean? Everybody's concerned about him being churlish and boorish and, um, you know, just a poor statesman and not not very presidential at all. But it's like, yo, I know he's some, a- Some would say an unfit statesman. statesman. Indeed, yeah. But I'm like, why don't we focus on the fact that he hasn't made the military industrial complex one dime. We need to drop some bombs. These guys need to make some sales. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's go bomb 100%. some. We need to go Listen, make some sand into some glass, people. Let's do this. DARPA doesn't do advanced research and have technology that's 25 years past what modern society has for no reason. Yeah. We want to get ahead. Yeah. How do you get ahead in this world? You murder people. You murder innocent people. And to be very specific, you murder innocent brown people who practice different religions than you. Yeah. Okay? So it's a very simple concept that people, a lot of people don't understand. I feel like a lot, one of those Instagram people who are like, I built an online business in three days and now I'm a millionaire. Do you want to be the same? Well, follow these easy steps. Well, I'm going to tell you how to be successful. Kill a brown person who doesn't uh, see religion in the same way that you do. And congratulations, you have climbed the top of the corporate ladder. You'll wake up. You'll just literally, you slit the throat of a brown person who yeah. doesn't practice the same religion as you. And then you wake up the next day and you're in a suit. You're in a fucking luxury hotel. And you're like, what the fuck happened? Here's and how I mastered imperialism in one easy step. Yeah, yeah. God, Jesus, and Mark Cuban come out of the fucking closet and they go, congratulations. Welcome you to the made, Illuminati. You're like, you're like, what the fuck is you're going on? And now. then George Soros comes out and he's like, you've made it. Yeah. And then fucking, fucking Bill Crystal and all a bunch of neocons and like all Raytheon CEOs. And they're like, we need you on our fucking you're team. One of and us like, now. Yeah. Happening? And you're like, you killed that Muslim with a lot of confidence and we like confidence. Here. We love imperialism. This is perfect. You're going to be great for this job. We're going to give you $5 million of free Boeing stock. And you're like, because of the Muslim, and they're like, because of the Muslim, because Boeing wants to kill them Muslims. <laughs> Gotta we get we and can't look, lose focus on that. Rose has got me all fired up. She's like, look, you want to succeed in this world, you go kill a Muslim. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking ready to go. I feel like Rose would be good at that shit. Rose is not a good influence on me. She's gonna fucking get me sent to prison. 
I think she's going to get you banned from Facebook at the very least or Twitter. I got, did I tell you, I got suspended from Twitter. What'd you, what, what did you do? What did you, did you say? So let me, let me, no, yeah, multiple times. Like, let me, let me, I'll I'll tell you exactly what it was while I'm pulling up what I said. I'll basically kind of give you the backstory. What happened was this fucking idiot said that he was trying to make a comparison, like the transition between Trump to Biden as the same as in 1979 in Iran. Because let me give a quick backstory here. 1953, U.S. stages a coup in Iran, okay, replaces the leader with like a very Western, tilted, ideological leader. And then all of a sudden, Iran's kind of democratic. You have women wearing miniskirts and driving around. Voting and working jobs, learning how to read. God, it was horrible. How could they let, how could they slide so far? I mean, this is terrible. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, they were building churches. We had to get in there and stop that. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was getting a little out of fucking hand. Way out of hand. I think I fucking deleted it. God damn it. But next um, thing you know, these women are going to think that they're equal. Yeah. So basically what happened was I fucking deleted it. I can't believe I did. How dare um, you. I'll, so basically in 1979, uh, a, a guy subverted the the regime that was in place that America had put in since 1953. He came back in. He reinstated Sharia law. Mm-hmm. Women put the garbage bag over your heads and yeah. don't come out without your husband. Yeah, and you know all that. All the mainstream Islamic um, um, practices, and they were saying that like that situation that I just described to you is the same situation as going from Trump to Biden. And this guy was trying to make Biden look good by comparing him to a fucking ruthless dictator that led Iran to the state that it's in now. And I was like, Mm. this guy's literally mentally retarded. Okay, so I said, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I'll give it my best shot here. His name is at I'm calling him out at Paul Scalas on Twitter. P-A-U-L-S-K-A-L-L-A-S. I said, this is the most objectively retarded thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I once saw a mentally retarded person give birth to another mentally retarded person. And then they both looked at each other and said, you're retarded. And then they named the retarded child Paul Scalas after the retarded doctor that delivered the retarded baby. Did you, how'd you manage to fit that into one tweet? That's a lot of characters. I, I, no, no, no. I, it was, it was, it was was multi-tweet. I did it. I did. I got a lot of good material. That's where you have to go to. Into, that's where you have to go to notes, and you like type the whole thing out yeah. in notes, and then do a screenshot, and then post that in your tweet, and then you're like, ah, I circumvented your 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 character limit, asshole, Jack yeah. Dorsey. Well, I no, I, I I did. I put it on Twitter. I got it under the fucking character limit, but um, then I don't know if it was him. I'm assuming it was him that reported me. Yeah. Someone reported me and then I got suspended. But my favorite thing is they suspended me for 12 hours and they suspended me at night. So I, of those 12 hours, I was asleep for eight of them. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to come back and do the same thing. Yeah. I just, you know what? Like I'm fine with Twitter having their rules and saying like, look, this guy said retard three times in one post. We gotta, it was gotta bring it. Yeah. You gotta bring it down on them for that. I'm fine yeah. with Twitter having the rules because everybody's got their rules. And if you want to have your rules, have your rules. Twitter always blows my mind, though, because they'll enforce some rules. Like, you can't call another person a retard because that is 
a uh saying retarded is like a pretty bad word these days but on top of that it's like you're you're like calling someone a mean name it's hurtful it's like you're kind of being abusive and attacking them however however if you want to post a um 30 to 45 second video clip of a barely legal 18 year old girl getting spit roasted between two obese guys with humongous wieners and nothing is blurred everything yeah everything this this poor girl is getting it from both ends and these dudes are just like they got like they're 300 pounds each she got 600 pound a dude on and in her and she's just gagging and about to throw up and crying tears down her face and they're just like pulling her hair and smacking her ass and that is okay to post on twitter because free speech we are okay with you posting 45 seconds of this poor girl who was probably coerced into this sexual act on camera because she comes from a broken home and a poor impoverished family and maybe from an area where there's not a whole lot going on economically and yet that's okay. That exploitation. Guess, guess guess what the color of skin of the girl that that he just described was. He didn't come from. What are you imagining? What are you imagining? What? I'm imagining a tiny Asian lady from Vietnam. What are you imagining? I was imagining some black girl from the south side of Chicago. Really? Okay. Well, yeah. South side is a rough area, and I mean, when you're yeah. when you're when you grow she up, has her, she has her fucking weave off, and it's just her natural hair when she's sucking your dick. She's yeah and you always think that mis- mascara running because they're like gagging so there's tears but what i'm saying oh is that my god hold on hold on before we go any further <laughs> did you see rudy giuliani's fucking uh uh hair dye run down oh. his face during a live press conference that's bad that's not good i've you know what i did you see it i can't feel i did not see it but i can't feel bad for him because when you're 87 you need to let that shit just go gray somebody needs to tell Absolutely. rudy like yo dog you're like pushing 90 you're you're almost my grandma's age you just need to let it go white there's no reason for you it's one thing if you're in your 50s and you want to like you know you're getting a little too dusty and you want to put a little dye in there. I understand, but when you're literally 90 years old, you need to let that shit just go white and then you won't have that problem if you start to perspire. You're not going to look like some silly ghoul with with black shit going down his face from his hair Bro, like ink. I, I don't let me let me see here. I'm going to fucking say, I'm literally going to show the live stream here because it is so, ins- it is so insane. Like, it's not only is it fucking noticeable. It's like, seems like it's, it's planned. It seems like it's fucking like he meant to do it here. I'm going to, I'm going to show yeah, this. No, to no. The sh- can you bring it stream up? If I can. Yeah. I'm going to share my screen. I'll show it to the stream if I can uh let's see well i need to here, I, i've got it i've got it right here if you can like look at that um holy shit there we go i mean it's he's it, uh <laughs> i mean he's leaking he looks like he's leaking that one looks Bro. that's a good one because he's just yeah, he looks I like mean, he shit his pants and his head <laughs> like it, it's somehow leaking yeah. out of his head too i don't know yeah, that's not a very good look for you, I don't think. Like people already calling him Guliani and shit like that. That is kind Bro. of a scary sort of ghoulish look to be having, you know? It's not a it's not a very good one. I mean, look, he he has been fighting for relevancy for a while now. 
He actually does. Listen, I'm going to make an, an honest admission to you fans of shit happens when you party naked. I listen to 77 WABC radio. You say, what's that, Zach? It is a conservative talk show. Oh, yeah, my man's Rush Limbaugh. They're there. I said, I will. By the way, I fucking refuse to Rush Limbaugh. And didn't he die? He's he's ill, but I don't don't think he's died yet. Okay. They're going to make a big deal out of it when he does. But I don't think he's doing very well. I think he's a little unhealthy. I mean, I don't know how he outlasted somebody like Chadwick Boseman. But uh, yeah. I certainly didn't expect him to. But you know, yeah. like cancer's a bitch, and we don't, we don't. No, I, I don't that. listen to Rush Limbaugh or Glenn Beck. But there is a is a radio station called seventy seven WABC. There's a few nationally syndicated shows that they play. They do Shapiro. They do Mark Levin. Um, maybe one or two more. But Giuliani is on there now. Like he has a show on that radio station. So I listen to him every once in a while. And first of all, he can't. He still can't speak. Like he still has like a lisp or a speech impediment of some sort because he cannot speak. But he's, you know, he, this whole time, like th- during this election fraud thing, he's like, I've got so much evidence. It's going to be able to overturn the, the results of the election. And it's like basically a redundancy just over, over and over just saying that. And it's mm. like, well, it's been like three weeks now. Okay. I, I've been holding this piss in for a long time and I want you to release it for me. Can you tell me what's going to happen? Because I'm getting bored. I'm yeah. getting bored. So the, he goes out, he gives a press conference, right? And even if he would have dropped an H bomb of evidence that shows that Trump is in fact, uh, the president for the next four years and that Biden cheated and that the election fraud was so widespread that it's going to overturn the election and Trump won in a landslide. Nobody gives a fuck because he put apparently toner from a fucking yeah. printer he in just, his hair and he sweat it down his goddamn existentless jawline. He just, what the uh, fuck is going on? Yeah, he just dumped India ink on, on the top of his head. I don't know what he, I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know. I mean, did you, I mean, not only that, like, first of all, you see the makeup, like the separation between like where his jawline should be and then his neck. I love when you you see that, when it just cuts off and it's like, it's like all like, it's like orange, pink, you know, it's like that nice kind of tan look. And then it's like right here, like right under the jaw. And then it's like, you get like three and a half inches of just like pale ass skin with like all the, you know, you're like, couldn't you just. Like you're not even doing your own makeup. There's a lady who's doing it or whatever. Couldn't you just get down to the? Couldn't you just get down to the, like the 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 cuff of the the shirt or whatever? I don't understand it, but I always love when I notice that. I'm like, you're wearing makeup, you bitch. Well, the fact is that I mean, you know, not only let it go gray, he has like the horseshoe, right? Where it fucking just shave it off, Giuliani. Yeah. I got shave it off. Just go bald. I gotta agree. There's. One thing, the, the the problem though, and I'll explain to everybody listening right now why it's so hard being a, a white male, uh, a heteronormative cisgendered white male. Let me tell everybody why it's so difficult. What yeah, happens is- Fucking if, no idea. Why don't no you sit idea. down and People have, yeah. Let me just educate everyone. So when you go bald though, as a white dude, like if you're, look, if you're, um, if you're Terry Crews, you look good bald. If you're a white guy and you go bald, you look like Michael Stipe from R.E.M., 
You have to start juicing, period. If you're a white guy and you go bald, you got to get in the gym. You got to pump up. You got to do the protein shakes, possibly even anabolic steroids. Everybody hit my DMs at Party Naked Pod. I'll tell you all about how to use anabolic steroids to your benefit. But you got to get like jacked and swole. Otherwise, you look like a cancer patient if you're a bald white dude. And that's that's really one of the one of the drawbacks. And if you're Rudy Giuliani, that means he needs to shave that thing. But that also means he needs to start like getting in the gym and pumping up a little bit. Because otherwise, people are just going to say, yo, are you in treatment? Are you right next to Rush Limbaugh? Who I did find out he was diagnosed with lung cancer in January of this year. And it's kind of a, a aggressive, like, and it's progressed a little bit. So, um, I mean, it's not like the worst. It's not like pancreatic cancer. Uh, God rest Alec Trebex's soul, RIP, my man's Alex. But um, it's still, you know, it's, it's kind of advanced. So Rush might be fucked. I'm just saying. I... You know, I jokingly was, I, I didn't say I was glad that Alex Trebek was dead. I did not say that, yeah. but I was joking because everybody was very upset. Okay. And I understand why I liked him too. I watched Jeopardy. I liked him. He was a great host. He was yeah. a good guy. He seemed like a very good guy, but I just thought it would be funny to be the only fucking person in the world to say that, like, look, he might've been a piece of shit. We don't know. You didn't yeah. know him. Like. And then I, I, someone got, so one of my close friends got upset at me because it, on the podcast that week, I was like, oh, you, what are you going to do without the fucking Jeopardy host? Like I was, I was just trying to be fucking, what do you call it? Incendiary. Yeah. And he was like, you don't know what he means to some people. Yeah. You don't know the family. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. And it's funny that I don't. And that's why I fucking went onto my podcast and I decided to you know, go against the grain. Cause that's, that's funny. No, not, you know, going with the grain and going, going like, if I would have just went onto my podcast and went, you know, I'm a big fan of Alex Trebek and I'm, you know, here to say that everybody's going to miss him. I am beyond I broken him. at the loss. I will never, I Trebek. will never be able to get an erection again. I, I don't know if I wasn't before, but I really won't ever again. Now, now that he's gone, I thought maybe my erection might come back if Alex Trebek survived his pancreatic cancer. But unfortunately, this erection is gone. This penis is just for show now, guys. It is just—it's just a whole life piano now. I've been reaching out to Blue Chew for a sponsorship. They refused to respond to me. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what to do anymore. All the Blue Chew in the world will not. I could microwave Rose the cat, and it still will not bring <laughs> an erection to my. Uh, nether regions so um i don't think anybody would laugh at that at all i don't think anybody would find that funny if it's just like alex trebek no i mean like yeah it's sad yeah it's sad when a fucking white guy dies yeah <laughs> but like if i go on and go like i like we, i don't need to do the bit again but if i do that everybody that's listening to me is gonna go oh i heard this on twitter already yeah what is this guy if you doing? Tell just... me, if, yeah, if you tell me to follow what's happening on Twitter, nobody's going to listen to my shit because they have the same shit on their timeline as you do, motherfucker. And that means that if they come to me and hear the same shit that's on their timeline, they're going to get bored with me. So exactly. that's why I have to make cat in the microwave jokes. I have to make Precisely. rape jokes and race jokes and retards and faggots. And I love, and, and, I love the cat in the microwave to get an erection joke. I just think the idea of microwaving a kid, I like the idea that like when you start out on your kind of your, your sexual journey in life, you know, it's like you're young. You never and, start 
there. Cat in the microwave. No, it's a no, rare it, start. It, it has to progress. What I'm saying is that it starts out always like you look at the Sears catalog at 13 because there's no other access. I mean, back when I was 13, there was no kids have, uh, obviously if you're 13 now, you just open up Twitter and three clicks later, you're watching a girl get, uh, like in between 300 pound dudes, just getting railed and crying her mascara off. And, um, you know, that's fine. But when I was 13, it's like, you start with the Sears catalog and you're like, Oh my gosh, that girl is wearing nothing but a bra. And it's like, it's enough to arouse you. But then as time goes on and you become an adult and an experienced uh, person, you, you can look at a Sears catalog, you could walk through a Kohl's and it doesn't matter that you see a model there standing in, in a negligee or, or whatever or her panties. You're, it's not even arousing to you anymore. Cause you're just like, whatever, it's just a fucking panty ad. I'm not even going to look twice at it. And, and it's like, as things go, and as you explore these realms, this inception, like layer under layer, under layer of, of, uh, sexual depravity, eventually you have to, continue to escalate. It's just like the violence we were discussing. It's like you say no, then they come to arrest you. You say no again, they tase you. You say no again, they shoot you. So it's like that. Like you, you, I mean, if it starts light, maybe a little bit of light spanking that turns into choking that turns into like full on BDSM. What can we fit in my anus? Uh, can, how hot can we make it before we cram it in there? Can you actually funnel melted wax? Can you actually pour it into my urethral hole of my penis and get all of that melted wax? And this then can we be the passageway that El Chapo escapes from prison? Yeah, absolutely. It's the law of diminishing returns. Yeah, that's absolutely. what that is. It's the law of diminishing returns. Yeah. When I was when I was young, when I first started uh, uh, masturbating, I would masturbate to nothing. Like I would just think something up in my head, yeah. and I would do it, and it worked, and it worked pretty well. Great. No. And apparently, well. my neighbors think it's a good time to fucking vacuum. I don't hear the vacuum if that helps. Good, good. I'm good. Although 10 that, o'clock that, at night is a fucked up time to vacuum. I got to say, like neighbors, I've had my share of shitty neighbors in my time. And it's like, I don't know why they want to do fucking housework at midnight. I've got fucking, bro. they're doing construction behind my, uh, my, my townhome, my condo. And they'll start uh, like on a Saturday morning at 7 a.m. And I'm like, you motherfuckers, like you don't. I've got a baby in here for one thing. If you fucking wake her up, I'm going to murder every last one of you and your families, and I'm going to microwave your cats in order to get an erection. This is not a fucking game. Don't wake the baby up at 6 a.m. if she's still asleep. I'm trying to get my last hour in. Fucking yeah, motherfuckers. No, I, I, uh, I used to live under uh, a, a family of Eastern Europeans, mm, and yeah. there's one thing about Eastern Europeans is they have no real, like, Morality, they're very sense not yeah. self-aware and they don't have any boundaries They'll murder everybody so like, russian gangsters fuck they're yeah they're, well people. i think they i think they were from either the ukraine or hungary oh have you seen two. eastern promises that's they're they're terrifying people wow they will kill you actually when they have the knuckle no, actually, tattoos yeah <sighs> terrifying. no well he, he the the guy did i never saw like he always wore long sleeves even in the summer and i was like what the yeah. fuck are you fucking that's but, a gang member for um, sure they they literally there was times where it would be like 1 32 in the morning and i would just hear them fucking vacuuming yeah. and the fact here's here's the craziest part their disrespect for their downstairs neighbors was not even the most baffling part of the whole mm. situation they have school-age children 
Oh, yeah, that's and weird. At two in the morning, yeah, they were fucking live? vacuuming. And it's like, look, if you don't give a fuck about me, understandable. Yeah. I look Irish, even though I'm not entirely sure that I am. And I'm you look sure you Ukrainians Irish. don't give a fuck about the Irish. I get it. Yeah. I don't either. In fact, I think that they should be bombed and the survivors should be put in internment camps, just like the Uyghur Muslims in China. Okay. They're disgusting people. So are the Scottish. I'm either one of the two. Whatever I am, that's who I want put in those camps. Um, they literally two in the morning and I'm like, cause I, I had met the kids. I know the kids they are good kids. Yeah. And they were nice by the way. They were good people. I liked them, but fuck you have school age children and you're vacuuming at 2 a.m. Yeah. Makes you wonder Tuesday. how they live. Like, what do they do? They just sleep from like 5 p.m. till midnight and then they pop up and do their chores till 2 a.m. And then they, then they bathe and then they like get off, they do their homework and they're they off to don't school. don't bathe. You fucking know that. <laughs> I just like you to give people that. the benefit of the don't doubt. Don't fucking tell me. Don't suggest that I like Eastern European people, bathe. Yeah. I just like to give them the benefit of the doubt, you know, just trying well, to be and open like, and progressive. You know what's funny? So you said the, that like they would sleep from 5, 5 p.m. to noon. I have heard stories where like other cultures will sleep like four hours, wake up, yeah. do some shit, and then, and then fall asleep sleep. for another four hours. And apparently, I don't know if this is true, but some years ago, and I don't have the source, um, I read something that said bodies actually, like human body was meant to sleep four hours and then you wake up and do shit and then sleep another four hours. Yeah, I heard that too. And it wasn't supposed to be eight hours yeah. all the way through. Yeah, I read that actually it was customary for like in the past, you know, previous centuries. This was a long time ago. Uh, but people would do exactly what you mentioned. They would be, they would sleep for a period. They had like a first sleep. They would wake up. They would do some shit in the middle of the night. It wasn't like a long, they wouldn't like put in a whole work day, but like they would wake up, they would like flip the laundry. They'd like do a few things, you know, like write a letter and, and eat a bowl of gruel. I don't know what the fuck they did, but they'd be awake for like an hour or two. Then they'd go back to sleep for another four hours or whatever. They'd get their eight hours, but I don't know why they had to do some laundry in between or, or whatever they had to do. I just imagine them like out in the dark, like pounding the laundry and stuff like that. Like, you know how they used to do it to get it clean. Uh, you know, they yeah. used to like get it and they'd be pounding it against the, the women. Yeah, well, the obviously. Women. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> that's where they fucking. I'm sorry. Want. I didn't say that. I, would... I, I thought that was just implicit. Like, obviously. Yeah, that's what that was. And those work. little European kids run around saying women don't belong in the workforce. And I'm like, what? Yeah. what are you talking about? They were nice kids except for that. You know, they would have loved Rose. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe they pay these women a whole 70 cents to my dollar. It's unacceptable. You, Come on, you know America. What's really funny? truly is a land of the free land of the fucking stay home and wash my clothes bitch you know what's really funny so we had outdoor like they had outdoor cats okay uh the the uh the ukrainians and you know they were nice cats but they would come around like they would disappear for like weeks on end and they oh. come back but they were feral they were outside cats like i have in my fucking bathroom right now yeah. which is insane is i weird. don't know what i'm doing Maybe I should just throw him out of the window. I'm on a third story. I'll throw him out like fucking Brett Favre before he had the copper tone sleeve. He had that one fucking snap chin strap, drop back in the pocket. Brett Favre was really comfortable in the pocket. He dropped back. He wasn't going to run. You knew Brett Favre was not going to run. You stay, stay still in that pocket and look for that receiver. You target him, quick release, bang, right there. And so I'm thinking about just doing that, just throwing him out yeah. the window. But they had feral cats, and somehow, somehow, 
they were more friendly than the ones I have in my bathroom. That's just a matter of time before they warm up to you. I bet next time we talk, I bet Rose is going to be your best buddy. I bet she's going to be sitting well, on your lap. Well, she's already probably. my best buddy when she told me that blacks shouldn't have equal rights. I was like, yeah. you and I are going to be all That is a terrible cat, man. That's awful. <laughs> so sad. She's so hard. You know what? You'd be shocked at the, the level of articulacy that Rose has. She's speaking yeah. English quite well. I can't believe it. I mean... It's like she learned English just to be racist. That's her that's her commitment to her level of racism is that she learned human language just so that she could like uh tell a black joke or something like that, you know what I mean? Like You know what terrible. I'd like to find out? I wonder what world language has the most racial slurs. Because you know, you know how some some languages have words that aren't necessarily words in other languages like it's not a straight translation word to word between languages the chinese have like a crazy ass long fucking alphabet like nobody knows what the fuck they're doing and nobody even knows what the fuck chinese is you ever look at them chinese characters and just think fuck is all that how are you supposed to read all that shit it's just a bunch of it's just a fucking the autistic kid that i saw in petco today just drawn on a fucking canvas that's basically what chinese is but the Chinese, uh, I bet the I Chinese wonder, have a lot of, a lot of, I mean, like we think the Americans do, like you start thinking like, wow, we got a lot of really uh, insensitive words for like races and ethnicities in, in the English language. But I bet, I bet the fucking, I think Asian people like low key, like I hate to throw them under the, uh, under the bus like that, but I'm willing to bet in Chinese, however many words we got for all the different races and ethnicities and stuff, they got double. They easily got well, and double. You know what's crazy too? Technically, the most diverse country in the world is China because there's so many different types of Chinese. Yeah. Like there's so many different types yeah. where if you count them, they're technically yeah. the most diverse. So well, it's I like they got Hunan beef Chinese. and they got they got Mongolian oh, yeah. beef and they got Szechuan and they got fucking sweet and sour. They got every different kind of flavor. And you think, well, yeah. they're all Chinese, right? But it's like China is huge and there's a ton of like minorities, even though it's very difficult for us to visually discern them in the way that we would here in the United States. You can look at somebody like yourself and see, wow, that's an Irish looking motherfucker. Then you look at somebody else like me and think, wow, that dude with long hair looking like a Viking, he must be Norwegian. Then you can look at somebody um, like my homie Zeus and you might say, well, this guy is obviously Hispanic descent, right? You can look and you can see like visually, like, I, I mean, look, we can tell, right? But then in China, yeah. you can't tell. You look at, they could line up five different Chinese dudes, all of different Chinese ethnicities and, and racial groups. And you're just like, I don't know. They all look Chinese to me, dog. I mean, I'll they take all your word look for like, it. They all look like the enemy. Yeah. I'll take your word for it because I'm. I mean, I'm no, but no I, expert, I, I bet if if they if if there's the language that has the most racial slurs, I bet it's I bet it's Chinese. One of the Chinese, like Mandarin yeah. or fucking. It's gotta be. That's the only one I know. It's gotta be. It's I'm gotta like, be. So I how? Mean, they, look. Go ahead. I was just gonna ask you how happy you are that uh, New Jersey legalized weed because I understand you're there. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not a huge weed smoker, but um, I mean it. It is, but you know, my homesick, because I'm not from New Jersey. I live in New Jersey now, but I'm from South Dakota. South Dakota legalized at the same time New Jersey did. And I was like, really? So when it happened, like we both happened on the same night, I was like, Jersey sucks, man, because they have, we have enough fucking poor people and degenerates in New Jersey that it should have been passed in like 1996. Yeah. Okay. 
in South Dakota, I completely understand why it took this long. Here, I have no fucking idea why. And it's like, when Phil Murphy got in that little fucking faggot, he's a faggot, okay? I don't care if you like him politically. He is a faggot. I've, ne- spoke I've never my heard graduation. of him. I've never Phil heard of him. Murphy is a faggot. Faggot Murphy. Governor Faggot Murphy. He said in his first, like, two years ago when he got in, he was like, my first thing, we're going to do infrastructure and we're going to legalize weed within the first 100 days. Didn't happen. And I was like, okay, well, now what? Because now that's what you said you were going to do, and that was like your guarantee, and then you just didn't. Now what? And then it just kind of popped up on the ballot with with the fucking presidency. So there's like Donald Trump, Joe Biden, a bunch of people that I didn't know, except Cory Booker. I just voted whoever was against Cory Booker because he's a bitch. And then weed. And I was like, that's the thing? That's my ballot? People I don't know, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, and weed? That's my ballot? That's where we're at in America? I, and I was say, like, okay, first vote, of all, by the way, I, should, I can't critique that because that ballot was my wheelhouse, okay? whatever, Like that ballot, if you go up to me and go, Donald Trump, I'm going to go, okay. And then you go, Joe Biden, and I'm going to go, okay, all right. What else? And they go, weed. And I'm going to go, where are you staying tonight? You're staying at my place. Yeah. That's exactly where you're fucking staying. That's my wheelhouse, right? So I fucking go in. I I I was like, I should I almost didn't vote for anything except the weed. That would I actually almost didn't do that. Yeah. Okay. And just so you fucking people who are so curious about who I voted for, I didn't vote for Donald Trump. I didn't vote for Joe Biden either. I wrote in. I wrote in. Kinda. I actually drove to a polling place and I wrote in Tulsi Gabbard. Oh. Look at me. I'm a fool, but I also did my civic duty. So fuck off. There you go. I wrote in Kanye. JK, I wrote Good. in Hillary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you wrote you wrote in Joe Joe uh, a little Joe Jorgensen? Joe Jorgensen? Joe Jorgensen. Yeah, I voted for uh I wrote in Hillary. <laughs> I thought, why not? You know, like look. I wrote in Jeffrey Epstein with a running mate is just Jus- Maxwell. Yeah. Well, we know Jeff Epstein is not dead. We know he's still here. He's still kicking around. Come on. He's watching. This him, by the way, far. just to be clear, he can call him Jeff because he's friends. Don't call him yeah. Jeff. If you don't know him, he's going to get very upset. If you haven't been to the Island, you're not allowed to call him Jeff. I'm allowed to call him Jeff. I've been if, to you the if you haven't fucked the kid that he gave you, you can't call him Jeff. Okay. No. Yeah. You haven't you earned that fucking right. You can't at all. So, but you're not going to avail yourself too much of the weed. I'm not a big weed guy either, but I'm up here in New New Hampshire. I'm like right on the line with Maine. It's legal as fuck in Maine. And it's like decriminalized as fuck here in New Hampshire. No one really gives a fuck unless you got like a whole brick. And then, then they, yeah. even then they're sort of like, well, we kind of give a fuck, but no one gives a fuck up here. But I really don't, I don't really fuck around with the marijuana either very much. I mean, you know, on occasion I dibble and dabble, you know, once in a while. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, first of all, I don't even like smoking it that much. If I do, if I do get high, it's uh, through a very mild dose of edibles. Yeah, um, edibles fuck with me, man. My homeboy yeah, Chris Watsky, he was in the chat earlier. That guy ate a cookie one time and lost his fucking mind. He lost the ability you know, to chew. Ironically, we were in New Jersey when that happened, actually, too, and he just couldn't chew. His jaw like locked up like this. And he was just like, <laughs> he just like, he couldn't talk and he was like this and he just ate, he just ate way too fucking much. My wife had to take yeah. him back to the hotel and like lay him down and put a rag on his head. I think he met yeah. like DMT entities. I think he had like this whole spiritual awakening and shit. It was fucking crazy what that weed did to him. 
if you're not if look here's the thing you have to be if if because edibles will fuck with you different edibles hit you differently um and if you take too much you're gonna fuck yourself you're gonna fucking taking too many edibles is like shoving a needle up your dick hole it's just something that you don't want you don't want to do that no i don't know and and so as if you're gonna take an edible um and and basically just enjoy a buzz you have to be willing to take a small enough dose to possibly not even get you high you have to accept that beforehand and go if i take this this particular weed product may metabolize differently in my system and i might not feel it but if i do feel it it's going to be a very pleasant mild buzz so you have to accept going in because i you like when it when i was in college i get fucking uh, you know joints blunts edibles fucking whack whatever but now i can't do that i don't my brain is not set up for it it's like if i get too high my first thing is like did i leave the laundry on on high is it gonna catch like and i'm like whatever and then like you know what's weird i catch myself thinking retarded shit but the emotion is still there the anxiety is still there and i'm like i know what i'm thinking is absolutely mentally retarded but i'm still very anxious i'm still worried about it yeah so i can't get super stoned anymore so i got to do you know, like if somebody gives me an edible, I cut it in like sixths and I take it yeah. and I, I, and I accept fully beforehand that, Hey, this might not get me high at all. Yeah. I might just have to, I think that's sober. That's the best way to do it. Your method, because like, the, especially with edibles, they take so long to, they take so long to like hit, you know what I mean? Like, um, it's not like when you, when you vape the THC oil or you like, do you hit a joint or something like that? or you shotgun a beer, like you feel it very quickly with the edible. It's like, you'll eat it. And it's like an hour and a half later. And you're like, really? Should I have some more? I don't know. Is this still good? Maybe it's a little old. I don't know. Did it get warm? Did it get too cold? And then, then you'll just be like, wow, I'm wicked fucking high. But if you eat too much, yeah. it's like, how do you get, cause I, I did like a nerd's rope one time and the thing was like this big. And my buddy says, eat like eh, maybe about half of that. Like maybe a third. So I ate about a third and I was mm-hmm. way, I got way too baked on that. It was like, I was getting fucking paranoid about everything. Like, holy yeah. shit. I was just like fucking so worried. And then I was just, I couldn't sit still. I was like moving and, and I was just, Oh, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. It was one of the worst experiences. So I don't know, man, I haven't really fucked with edibles too much after that. You know, like I said, I'd rather do it your way, which is take a small, small, small micro dose of a little bit. Maybe not enough for you to like really feel high, but at least when you're laying there in bed, falling asleep, you feel nice and relaxed because you don't, there's nothing yeah. worse than, than spending your recreation time getting fucked up and then just feeling like super fucking paranoid. I'd rather be in the yeah, backyard, yeah. like throwing up whiskey. Yeah. I'm, I, I would almost rather, you know, cause you never get like, when you drink, you don't get paranoid. You're just yeah. fucked. You're just fucked. Yeah. Up. You're just destroying your liver and body <laughs> and, you know, basically slowly committing suicide by yeah. drinking too much. But like it, when you, when you get too high, the, the intensity yeah. of emotion that you feel is so, and and you know like the other a while back actually it's not recently i'd taken an edible and it was like i cut it into like sixth yeah and i was like fuck it was one of those days i was like fuck i didn't feel anything and then my girlfriend wanted to go get fucking uh uh i don't know some weird asian place and so we walk and it was dark out and then where i noticed it was 
the lights. Yeah. Is because I live in Montclair, New Jersey, which at night it's very lit up. Um, they they try to emulate New York City. It's a poor job, but they they have it pretty lit up at night. And so there's a lot of light stimulus. And I noticed it when I was walking. I go, okay, so I am a little bit because this is definitely the lights are hitting me a little bit like weird. Like why is that? Like why is that red neon sign looking so fucking red? You know, it's just, it was one of those things where it was like, I, I don't think that I'm high. And then I go and I go, you just notice it in different aspects, yeah. not enough to go like to be sitting on the couch, watching a podcast and go, Oh, I'm fucking high. No, you yeah. gotta like, you gotta, you gotta work for your high. You gotta go out and find it. That's what, that's what a good edible high is. You gotta go out and you yeah. gotta find it. It should be that's subtle. What that, yeah, yes. it should be subtle. It's like you you catch it every now and again. Something moves, and you're like, "Well, oh, okay, that was a little, you know, like the brightness of the light or whatever." You like lay down and close your eyes, and then you're like, "Yeah, okay, I feel a little high." That's the way it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be like when I ate too much and was like running or like dancing in my kitchen. I just couldn't sit still. It was terrible. You know, so I had I recently visited a friend's house who. Uh, like I've seen him smoke like back to back, just take like four or five dabs and then just have a coherent conversation. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? This guy, let me, let me, let me preface this. This man is from the Philippines. He grew up in the Philippines. Ooh. He has whip marks on his back, like legitimate slave whip marks on his back because the teachers, you should just have fucking whips. And if you act it up, you just bang. Bang, yeah, bang. they do that over there. That's why I was saying that that it's got to be an Asian country that has the most racist words because they're still down with like <laughs> whipping people and shit. Yeah, like at least yeah, over here, like look, we got bad words in in English for for other people. We can still be hateful and insensitive, but at least by and large, most of us are against whipping people, and and at least it's not done in public at like a school of all places. Like there's not a government official that's going to whip you or your child when they're disobedient in school. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, he, like I said, he has fucking whip marks on his back. Like he's seen some crazy shit. Like he grew up in the Philippines. And so I went to his house the other day. And first of all, let me preface the story before I, I walk into his fucking kitchen. He's got a 20 pound bag of weed. Wait, a, I'm sorry. Did you say 20? Like, 20. How much weed is that? That's got to be like a whole... I mean, it's got to be like this I've high on a never, table. It, I've never seen anything like it. It was standing up against the fucking wall. It was a bag. It was like a Ziploc bag. It looked like a prop. Like I walked in and I was like, what mm -hmm. is this? This is retarded. I was doing upright rows with it. I was building my deltoid strength with yeah, it. It was fucking fuck. crazy. But he goes, as I was leaving his house, he goes, hey, and he just gives me like a little jar thing. He goes, I take one before I go to sleep and uh, you're going to be good to go. And I was like, oh, great. And I don't know. I had already smoked that day. So I was like vulnerable. I was, I was, <laughs> I was gullible. To, I was impressionable. So yeah. I was like, and I got home, I'm just like, Wah. and I just took it. And then I realized, oh, I'm not sleeping for the next like hour because I was laying there. And then I started thinking about, you know, like he's like he. I remember like laying down and going, "Look at you. Where are you in life?" And I was like, "Like it was like someone else. I was talking to myself, yeah. but me talking to me was somebody else." And he's like, "Where are you in life?" And I'm like, "I don't know." And you're like, "You're nothing. You're nowhere. You're a piece of shit." And I'm like, immediately I knew. I was like, "Fucking 
Kevin. Yeah. You son of a bitch. You fucker. Fucking you told me this was not going to fuck me over. And it fucked me over. I was laying in bed. My girlfriend had been asleep for like four hours and I was laying wide awake, sweating, yeah. trying to figure out what to do with my life. Yeah. And I, then I wake up, like I go, I follow, like fall asleep for like four hours and I wake up and I, you know, I'm sober at that point, And I'm like, <sighs> and I, it's like, I was trying to recap what had happened. And I really was like, there was probably a lesson somewhere in there, somewhere in the trip that I should have learned, but I yeah. didn't, I completely disregarded it and pushed it to the side. And I just got angry at my friend. Yeah. The, the lesson you learn is don't trust a drug dealer named Kevin. That's fucking don't, don't fucking trust a Filipino. That's what you fucking, that's what yeah. the moral, the moral of the story is. Don't trust a fucking Filipino. It's Filipino drug dealers, man. I can't believe a fill You got, you got weed. You got a fucked up edible from a Filipino drug dealer named Kevin. Like, no, but here's the thing though. He's not even like, he, he's not my drug dealer. He's just a good friend of mine. Okay. But I mean, with 20 pounds of weed, he may not be your drug dealer, but he's somebody's fucking drug dealer. <laughs> I mean, he's, he, he's probably several somebody. He, he, he can, he'll literally take down like six blunts in a row and then run a four, four forty. Like it's fucking, he's insane. I know, I know people like that. I'm not like that. I, I you know what? It's like uh, every drug affects people differently, and it's like the people absolutely. Like I, I whenever when, when I used to drink more, like I don't really get fucked up on. I definitely don't get fucked up on alcohol anymore. But uh, like I'll drink like a beer from time to time, but I don't. I don't get fucked up on alcohol. I don't get fucked up at all anymore. But really, um, when I did used to get fucked up on alcohol when I was in college and shit like that, years afterward, party or whatever. Like I was always the chillest motherfucker. But like there'd always be those people that wanted to fucking fight and yell and tear shit up on alcohol and those are the people that you once you learn to me like i gotta avoid this dude because i don't want to fucking go to jail i don't want to get in a fight i don't want to do all that aggro shit so i'm not even gonna fucking call him to, to hang out and drink anymore because i just want to i want to have a few drinks i want to chat i want to eat something yummy put on a movie and just kick my feet up because that alcohol just you know it just brings you down and like depresses you and makes you chill to like it's the central nervous system depressing it's supposed to fucking chill you out but there's always those people yeah. who are like, you know, you know, they just want to get amped up. And it's that way with weed, too. Like, you have some people who are like, oh, yeah, this shit is super mild. And you'll be like in fucking heaven on a, on a, on a hammock just chilling out while angels tickle your balls. And it's going to be the most comfortable thing ever. And then you take it and you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Holy shit. Holy yeah. shit. And you got like you're sweating black shit like Rudy Giuliani down your fucking face. And you're just like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. You know, and then. And then you're like, you motherfucker, you told me this was going to be relaxing. Instead, uh, like my, I had my sphincter clenched this tight the whole fucking time. And I was like this yeah. and I fucking woke up and my neck hurt and my fucking, I was, I lost 10 years off my life for the fucking stress. I don't know, man. It's, it's weird. People will say this, don't take this. It'll, it'll be fine. And you're like, all right, I'll pop this. And then you're not fine at all. And it's fucking annoying how that works. Yeah. No, I, I don't even. Like I'm not a, I don't smoke blunt. Like I don't drink. I don't even drink anymore. So it's like. I, so what I, do you do? Just I, like meth or. Yeah, no, I'm, I know. Mescaline. Most of my focus is on, you know, bath salts. Yeah. Fentanyl. Yeah. And bath, you know, that's like my mainstream. Salts. That's my main income stream. So, yeah. you know, hit me up. But you know, if you, if you, if you got like, if you got a kid that already came out of you, but you don't necessarily want it. Bath salts are a good option. You throw that bitch in just a, I mean, literally a bath full of bath salts yeah. with minimal amounts of water. And I'll throw the plug in. You watch that fucking baby just fade away. That kid like, just like comes out. like ah. <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> <laughs> No, hey, 
give him back to God. Yeah. Toss the toss Rose in with the bath salts. See what happens. See what that cat does after yep. the bath salts. Fuck no, that she's cat. Fucking gonna, like, she'll come right out of that motherfucker just looking like a Black Panther and just go like, or, like or Ninja like, Turtles. She'll have, she'll have she'll have a mega hat on and a fucking Confederate flag and she'll just hold it up. Oh, that'll be terrible. Like around. on her on her pickup truck, she'll come out of the yeah. pickup truck flying the truck yeah, flag. She's got, she's got the intercom system installed in her truck. She's just cl- chanting, blue lives matter. Blue lives matter. <laughs> Invade Iraq again. Dick Cheney was the best vice president in the world. Oh, my and God. And they're like, Rose, Rose, relax. And she's Stands just drunk. Stands down. She's got to handle a Jack Daniel. She's swerving back and forth, going 50 in a school Dude. zone. You just described my nephew. When I moved into, I mentioned my, my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mentioned my town home. Like when my wife and I moved into our condo, the one where they're fucking building shit behind and i'm like you cocksuckers but but when when we moved in we we needed some help obviously from family it's always nice when people help you move because there's heavy shit and and you know so my my nephew has a truck he just turned 18 just graduated high school in the spring and he just turned 18 and he's got a pickup truck so i was like dude i'll buy you pizza if you come help me move i just want you know you got a strong back and a pickup truck so let's do this i'll, I'll make it right for you so he when when he pulls up in front of my new fucking town hall, townhouse and I got neighbors and shit like that he pulls up in this fucking truck and it's like two humongous trump flags like streaming off this bitch and I'm just like oh god my fucking neighbors are going to see you in front of my fucking house in this beat to fucking shit truck and you Let me guess let me fucking- guess let me guess let me guess you look in the cup holder and you see grizzly wintergreen Absolutely absolutely like a real fucking man, like a real fucking, I was like, can you spit that shit into my mouth? Cause I'm a soy boy. I can't fucking, I need you to just fucking juice me up like Popeye style. Just spit that right into my mouth. But no, I don't. The funny thing is I'm so nervous about my neighbors seeing this fucking the, the, him with his Trump flag yeah. on, his, on his pickup truck. I'm so fucking nervous. Cause I'm like, I got to live here. You're going to drive away, but my neighbors are going to be like, Oh yeah, motherfucker. And they're going to shit in my mailbox, dude. And so yeah. then what's funny though, is later on, I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, I'm starting, my worry is starting to die down. Cause I don't think any of the neighbors saw it. And like the other half, I think are actually the other half of the people on the street who might've seen it, I think actually do also have Trump flags. So I'm like, okay, I didn't offend them or he didn't offend them. So I'm like, I'm starting to like the worry starting to die down. The concern starting to go away. And I'm thinking this motherfucker just turned 18. He's never voted before. He didn't vote for Trump in 2016 because he was like 13 back then. I'm like, I don't even think I was talking to my wife. Um, you know, it was like right after the election. It might have been like that night or the next day, right after election day. I was like, Do you think that motherfucker, do you think our nephew even fucking voted? I bet he didn't even fucking vote. I bet he drives around in a fucking beat up pickup truck with Trump flags. I bet he's never fucking voted not one well, fucking time. Well, he actually time. can't vote. He sounds like a felon. Well, he doesn't, th- thankfully, knock on wood. I'm going to knock on wood. This is one of my favorite nephews. He's a sweet kid, but his dad is like wicked into the the Trump thing. And he, I don't think, yeah. you know what I mean? Like he's a, he's a young kid. He's impressionable. And like his dad is super MAGA. So I think he just 
feels like that's what I need to do. Like he hasn't been an adult long enough to like, I'm going to read things. And he's not a big reader in the first place, but he's not like, I'm going to educate myself on the various like political uh, arguments and philosophies. You're worried about the delegation of legislative power. Absolutely not. No, I don't. First of all, he would just look at you cross-eyed when you said delegation be like, what the fuck did you (laughs) say to me? Like, I don't understand that word. So I'm going to assume you're being disrespectful to me, you cocksucker. So I don't think he would tolerate that very much, but it was just funny because I was thinking this guy is like driving around town with these massive Trump flags. And I don't think not only did he not vote in 2016 because he couldn't, I bet he didn't vote in 2020 either. Cause it's like, fuck it. He's just driving around with the flags. It's like a clout thing. It's like, I'm just going to piss out off everybody. Either people are going to honk and they're like, hell yeah, brother. Or they're going to be like, fuck you. And I don't know. I think he's just like, yeah, I'm owning libs, whatever that means. Cause he just doesn't yeah, know what lib, he's doing. Libtards. Yeah. Libtards. I've never, to right, his credit, you- I've never heard him say libtard before. So well, you teach him it. Uh, I'm good. Good, I'm you teach be the good fucking that. uncle and you teach him that yeah. term. And then you go and then you go have him go to school and then just have him have no friends because he's, he's running done. around saying I'm owning libtards online. That kid is done with school, man. 18, graduated high school, he is done. That kid's never uh, fucking cracking a book ever again. He didn't he, the, the he his application to Brown didn't get passed? No, can you believe it? I I think it's cuz he didn't get like he asked his uh, previous professor to write a letter. Not of enough extracurriculars was the problem. Yeah, I think that was the the main problem is that he actually got a B in one of his AP bio classes that he took his senior yeah. year. Yeah, I think that was the real big issue. Uh, and you know, that teacher had it out for him. I mean, he only got a B because he had a Trump flag that he brought to school with him or whatever, you know, it's that stupid biased, uh, AP bio teacher fucking got him. All right, buddy. I, I, I really hate to cut it short, but I got to run my girlfriend and I, we got, yeah, man, you got, got a feral cat and, uh, we're at an hour and 45. So I've got two fucking, I've, I'm dealing with two feral, feral cats. One, a black lives matter supporter, one, a blue lives matter supporter. They're clashing, They're clashing. in the bathroom. My girlfriend's trying to moderate the fight. And I'm like, listen, baby, you got to be like Chris Wallace. You got to debate. You got to moderate yeah. the debate. You got to fucking Good luck you to give you. Them both equal time. It's not going to, it's not going to be easy having one cat who is racially diverse and young and tender and another cat who is just this hateful old bigot set in her ways. I, she's I, it only feels four like, months. It she's feel- like your cousin. You basically or she's like your nephew. You basically described to me my cat. It's young. It doesn't really know anything. It just has talking points and it yeah. just is angry. Yeah, it just heard it from its dad. And it's like, don't you realize you're just parroting this other, like, think for yourself, you know? Like, if you're going to be a racist, at least get there organically on your own. That's all we yeah, ask. Have a different have a different reason to hate black people. Okay? Exactly. Don't like, come up to me and tell you don't just like black people dad, because they're lazy. Tell me that you don't like black people because exactly. they talk on FaceTime in public too if, much. If 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 you're gonna be uh if you're gonna be bigoted against minorities, at least don't do it because your dad does it. At least get there on your own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Go live 100%. life. And that's and that's the moral I would say of this yeah. episode. I, I would say that be racist for your own reasons. For your own reasons, okay. Don't just don't just pick up your daddy's hate. Don't inherit your daddy's hate, okay. Be hateful for your own reasons, okay. You have them. Be be hateful for your own reasons. Fly those Trump flags for your own reasons, not because your dad expects it of you, okay. Uh, tell the people who are listening where they might find you as well as your podcast, The Unfit Statesman. 
Okay, so I am at Unfit Statesman on Instagram and Twitter. And then I think on Parlor, I'm at Unfit Statesman Podcast. I would assume yeah. most of you are rational people, so you're probably not on Parlor. But if you happen to be uh, uh, and you like doing what I do, you know, saying disgusting things and getting away with it online, at Unfit Statesman on Parlor, at Unfit Statesman Podcast on Parlor. And then my podcast is on. Uh, Right now, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. I've been trying to get it on Google. Google has not been letting me on, and I don't know. That's weird. I don't understand why. I got a yeah, website that weird. might help with that. I got a website where you like register your shit because the Google Google has to get their web crawlers like all up in your RSS. You got to like mm. bet you your RSS basically needs to bend over and spread its cheeks and l- allow Google to enter in. And uh, there's a website that helps facilitate that. I'll hit you with that. Good. Fuck yeah. All right. Well, um, I do thank you for your time uh, tonight. I, I really, I want to say that I really appreciate you uh, not saying the N-word at all was very, very <laughs> nice. That was really... Did you see really... how red I my face got throughout the throughout the podcast? That was just, that was just d- like... Trying like, to hold it uh, in. Uh, the restraint. The N-word's not coming out. Yeah. It was like all in... <laughs> when you said, at one point you said H-bomb, and I was like, what kind of uh, what kind of racial slur is an H-bomb? Like, I'm familiar with the N-bomb. I know what that means, but what kind yeah. of a, what kind of an ethnic slur is is an H-bomb? I'm sitting here thinking, trying to think of all the racist words that start with an H, and I was like, oh, no, he means an actual hydrogen bomb. He means an yeah, actual yeah. nuclear bomb. He doesn't mean a bomb of a like terrible racist word. It actually took me about yeah. three or four seconds to be like, oh, yeah, okay, never mind. Coincidentally, I still can't think of an H word. So uh, to my audience listening, uh, between now and next week, yeah, maybe there's one. Maybe you can find one uh, and let me know what your your terrible racist uh, H word is. I would love to hear it at Party Naked Pod on all the socials. Shit happens when you party naked. Check out Inner Circle Podcast Network, innercirclepn.com to find all the fantastic Inner Circle podcasts like The Plunge, Sam PC, Hashtag No Offense, The Hood Diner, and uh, Failing Hollywood. Those are my I got to hit them up. I got to see what I can do. They're all good people. They're all good people. And uh, in the meantime, y'all, peace, motherfuckers. Low voice, I was in the crib when my balls dropped Earthquake when they hit, bro, they split rocks Now my girl's hotter than that summer asphalt If she turn me down, God knows that it's her loss Baby, what's your number? Baby, what's your name? I'm about to head to my house, you should do the same Oh, yeah, faded out beautifully for the Facebook crowd. Let me hit this whole end broadcast button. Boom. All right.